0: Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen and this is Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. I hope everyone had a good week. I hope that um, our discussion from last week uh, kind of stirred up some thoughts and, and got some questions going. And as always, if you have questions, please, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, log into the, um, log into the chat room. And on the premiere of the episode, and only on the premiere of the episode, I will be in the chat room answering questions live. And if you're listening in on Blog Talk Radio, uh, please check out the YouTube channel and you'll find the link in the description. So, we are going to begin our discussion of defense against energies being projected at you uh, with basically the two elements that are required for someone else to successfully interfere or damage or disrupt your life uh, on an energetic level. The first thing is they have to have an honest and sincere belief that they are capable of doing some sort of mischief with you. Uh, These energies often work very strongly on personal belief as almost everything does if you really believe that you know you can climb a mountain then you can probably do it even though you know there may be a lot of obstacles if you have a firm conviction that you can accomplish something and you put your heart mind and soul in it it doesn't happen every time but it's more likely to happen than if there is doubt if someone honestly doubts that they're capable of causing harm, then you know the energy will not line up behind it. Whatever it is that they're kind of calling in to assist them will not line up behind them without a fundamental and firm conviction that they can do this. The other thing that is required is a firm and fundamental belief on the part of the recipient or the target that that person is capable of doing what they say that they want to do. And that is actually almost more vital than the person believing it themselves. Because if someone actually, you know, believes that someone else is capable of harming them, that covers half of the effort that the other person has to expend. Because when we believe again, you know, something very strongly, you know, there are certain things that are set into motion that make it possible for us to have that experience. So today we're really going to focus on those two aspects because they are really, really important, especially our belief that someone else can affect us energetically. Now, when You're dealing with someone who, I mean, and, you know, it could be just someone who is like, you know, way too goth or, or you know, likes to kind of exhibit a certain persona of, you know, ooh, I'm so edgy and, and, you know, and I can do this and I can do that. And maybe they Googled a few things or watched a few weird movies. Um, You know, that can create a belief in someone that they are connected. Now, often the basis of that belief or the need for that belief is honestly rooted in insecurity. It's rooted in, you know, I need to see more. I need to, to appear more powerful than I actually believe I am. Because honestly, the most powerful practitioners that I have ever met have absolutely no need for anyone else to buy into it. They don't, you know, they're not concerned with how others perceive them. They know what they can do. They know what they're capable of. They know how they can work. So it doesn't have to be validated externally. If someone is going out of their way to be impressive or to be scary, that's usually someone who's not very certain in what they do. You know, often the people who talk the most actually believe in themselves the least the folks who don't say much of anything they're the ones who are very confident so uh let's say you're dealing with someone who you believe would be capable of doing that and maybe you know they there's a resentment or whatever that's where the second part comes in you know even if they believe based on whatever that they're able to do something and will go out of their way to make sure you know it because that's also something that's important. They have to make sure you know that they're doing something. Because you know, that's also a part of it. It's that thing of where if you believe you're taking care of you're putting the energy in that they don't have to. You are, you know, just throwing fuel on that fire and okay that I uh, <laughs> stopped to get messages, they're throwing. you're throwing fuel on the fire that all they have to do is light a match. And what is that match? Well, maybe that little bit of a match can be, you know, a couple of bad things happen, you know, just, you know, not horrible things, but just really inconvenient things that, um, you know, irritate you or delay you or whatever. And... You know, it's very easy to take simple, okay, today wasn't a good day, and for people to turn that into something a little bit more than what it is. So, um, assuming that it is someone who, you know, is actually projecting, um, when you are certain in who you are, then there is a lot less that they have to work with. They have to work so much harder. Now, how do you know who you are? How do you know uh, what you're able to do? You know, you're not defenseless. You have innate abilities. Everyone does. It all depends on how much they're cultivated and what we choose to do with it. But, you know, ultimately, it is really, you know, very much about people are nowhere near as defenseless as they think they are. And when you are able to, you know, recognize that it's like, you know what, maybe, you know, maybe somebody else is pulling some mischief. Maybe some, Maybe there's another influence going on here. And, you know, when you can just kind of go into a peaceful place, you know, go back to the episodes on meditation and we can talk, you know, and kind of go over that because meditation is a wonderful place to be able to kind of quiet everything down and go okay what are we dealing with here where you can separate you know those things that are coming from within you as opposed to something that's being directed at you you know maybe you're having some insecurities about something or maybe the universe is trying to redirect you from a direction you shouldn't be going in and there are roadblocks being put in your way and meditation is a wonderful way to kind of quiet everything down so you can sort of sort it all out and take a look at things objectively. You know, if you, if you, if the first thing out of the gate is, you know, oh my God, I stubbed my toe, something bad is being projected at me. You're going to spend an awful lot of time in fear and fear serves anyone who is trying to project something at you. You know, your energy is. Is making their work so much easier and I cannot stress that enough your belief system will either make their work effective or impossible so you know let's say you go into your meditation and you know and and there's something that you know it it just doesn't still doesn't feel quite right there's something you know you kind of get an impression of something that's coming from outside okay so that's when you start pulling out the tools that you have and one of the best tools that you have is realizing you're not alone every person has some sort of guardian spirit every person has some sort of guide now they may not always listen to them they may be ignoring them but they are there guards and guide you know guardians and guides are there uh, maybe they're in animal form, maybe they're in spirit form, maybe they're in angelic form. You know, Maybe it's, it's a relative who passed who is still wanting to keep an eye on you. Or maybe it's just a spiritual contract that you have with the universe that a certain spirit is going to watch over you. So if you're really feeling as though something's being directed at you, the first thing you want to do is call in that energy. Call in that light energy. You know, I go straight to creator. You know, I, I have a lot of guides and a lot of guardians and, and spirit totems and I know that ultimately they are all for me, they're all an expression of Creator. So, you know, I go into my prayer. And and prayer can be whatever it is you want it to be. Prayer is just saying, you know, for me it's like, hey, Creator, it's me, got a minute there's some stuff that's you know really weighing on my heart and on my spirit or you know I'm not feeling really good you know I I'm, I'm looking for your guidance I'm looking for your help so whatever it is that you incorporate and you know I would recommend that you go back into uh, the work that we did in discussions we had on spirituality and magic because that is one of the you know, really best places that we merge those two. When spirituality and magic are able to work together, then we can not only tap into finding out things, we can be able to call in protection. We can be able to call in, you know, that, okay, you know, something's going on, you know, I, I need my defenses up. And so, you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. But the main thing is, you know, your first line of defense is the knowledge and the the conviction that one, whatever it is, is not stronger than you. Whoever it is is not stronger than you. Your spirit is connected to the universe. It is an aspect of the universe. They are not bigger than the universe. If you, you know, have a particular spiritual you know practice or or you know, way of looking at the universe, if the universe is per- personified as, as a god, a goddess, you know, however you manage that, what they are doing, what they're tapping into, and what they're capable of is not bigger than that. They are going against the tide when, when it comes to that, because, you know, I mean, and As always, these are my perceptions, my feelings, what I have found has worked for me. And I am a a practicing energy worker and, you know, I, this is, this is my work. This is a part of the work I do every single day. And I've been doing it for a lot of years now. And the idea that I can tap into everything because i am a part of everything so that means i don't have to give permission for someone to interfere with me i don't have to give permission for somebody to disrupt my life on an energetic level so i really want you to focus very much on that your first line of defense is your own perceptions they will either work for you or they will work against you. So keep in mind that, you know, as soon as you get the hint of anything, it's like, you know, immediately you can bring up your walls and say, all right, you know, what's going on here? What am I looking at? You know, what is the source for this? And you may I mean it's it's very rare to be able to nail down a specific source, and that's a It's something that can come after a lot of years of work. You can be able to narrow stuff down. And honestly, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Oh, I know it's this person doing it. Because defense is defense. You know, it's if the wall's up, the wall's up. If you have cleared the space inside the wall, it's cleared. So, I mean, you know, a lot of people may feel, and some practitioners, feel that it's important to know exactly who. In, in my mind, I really don't concern myself as much with that. You know, if I just feel like a random, you know, negative projection, because sometimes it's just, you know, just that negative projection. Now, when empathy is interjected in this if, if you're dealing with an empath now everything has light and shadow including empathy the shadow aspect of empathy is those who one will use empathy to drain the energies of others because you can connect to the energies of others and the emotions of others and you can drain them you know there are those who can train them of energy empaths can also project and here's where that idea of uh believing who is capable of, of, you know, messing with you and who isn't. Somebody who may have, you know, I mean, you know, okay abilities, moderate to mild abilities. Yet, if they're empaths and they know how to project, then they can project into you a feeling that you will feel as if it's your own. The same way an em- normally an empath feels a feeling as if it's their own. An empath who can project can project a feeling as if, and that person will feel it as if it's their own. So they're going to throw in fear. They're going to throw in self-doubt. They're going to throw in a much bigger image of themselves than what actually exists. And that is a, a circumstance where I'm a little more interested in who, because I, you know, if I get the feeling, no, something's being projected at me, this opinion, this viewpoint, this perspective is being projected at me. Okay, that's another discussion. And I would deal with that in a slightly different way. Because, you know, I am an empath, who does have the capacity to do both. And generally, the only time I would transmit is if someone needs to calm down, if someone needs is so frightened they don't feel safe. I often do it with animals because that way I can get them to feel safe. And then as soon as that person calms down a little bit, there's no more need to transmit. Then it's just about talking and communicating. So, um, you know, I, I'm trying to remember if we did one on empathy. I think we did one on empathy. So, you know, look back for those so the idea that someone could empathically aggressively direct something at you often empaths who direct are either trying to manipulate They're, you know in in some cases they're trying to you know help de-escalate someone to a point where they can have con- they can regain control over what they do or it's to convince someone to um believe something that is not necessarily true. So in the case of someone who is projecting energy and projecting the emotion that they want you to feel, which is that you know they're stronger than you, they're bigger than you, you are defenseless against them. Uh, um, generally, when people are projecting energy or projecting negative energy, there's a particular outcome they're looking for. They're either looking for that person to become disempowered, or they're looking for that person to allow them to become more that you know they can't feel like more within themselves so they want someone that they can you know be able to feel better by comparison you know the less that person is the more they can be and and i find all of that tremendously sad i do it's it's such a sad case when someone has to use magic to be able to feel like they are worth more or that they have more value. And, and I suppose it's a part of that sadness that allows me to look at it a little more objectively. You know, I don't use the word evil a lot. That is, I reserve that. Um, there's misguided. There is... Um, spoiled you know there's you know for for somebody to be like a spoiled child who's not getting what they want so they're going to use another means to get it um petulant so there's a lot of words for the people who would you know do this sort of thing and project this sort of thing but you know i mean ultimately that's their story that's what they have to deal with it's their perception of the world and you know and, and i'm sorry they have such a hard one So the idea that you do have the ability to counter them, they are not more powerful than you. I don't care what they claim to be tapping into. Like I said, the practitioners who work at that level, they really don't need to do that petty stuff because even they understand that for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. And... Uh, one of the things that we're going to be talking about um, next week, we're going to be talking about utilizing magic to bounce stuff back. So um, this part is mostly just about you know, really understanding that you're not as helpless as they would like you to think, that you can tap into you know, those who are protecting you on a spiritual level, that you can even tap into your concept of your creator. Whoever that is, however you envision that being, they're listening. They're there for you. They care about you. And if you're going through something, I mean, for me, that's the first place I go. And it's a conversation. It it's, you know, it, it's asking, hey, you know, I'm I'm in kind of a scary spot right here. And I know you're watching, and I know that you're there for me. Uh, it's just that I need a little bit of extra reassurance. And pretty much it always happens. So the idea that, you know, I mean, you know, it may not be what I hope it would be, but I do get some kind of, you know, usually like fairly quickly, something will happen where it's like, oh, okay, I can, I can feel a little bit safer. So, you know, understand that you have tools at your disposal even if you know you haven't learned much of anything you have tools that will allow you to be able to stand your ground and they know it people who project this sort of energy they know that better than anyone else and what happens is that they count on the fact that you don't know it so as of now as of this moment you know it that what they tap into is not more powerful than the protective loving light that you can tap into because it is you you are a part of it you're an extension of it we get into trouble when we forget that so make sure that if if you're feeling like you know something is not quite right If you're feeling like something is not quite right, if you're feeling like something is not, um, you know, is not working in your favor or that something may be actively working against you, you know, first thing, remember, it's not more powerful than you. It is trickier. It may be flashier and whatever it is, it's manipulative it doesn't want you to see the truth it doesn't want you to go into your place of balance it wants you to go into a place of fear and see the thing is is that we all have carry light and shadow those type of energies cannot attach to the light aspects of us they have to attach to the shadow aspects of our fear our anger um our, our willingness to surrender our power. So any energy that's directed at you, that is about pulling you down, it's got to attach to something that's already there. It What it does is it will attach to a pre-existing self-doubt. If you know you kind of feel like, wow, I'm kind of an unlucky person or nothing ever works out, that's what those energies attach to they don't attach to the parts of you that are going, you know what, you know, I'm connected to creator and things always end up working out and I'm doing okay and I'm a good person and, you know, and I'm happy with me. I love me. You know, I'm proud of myself. Other people are proud of me. Other people care about me. None of that, you know, is is a good fertile ground for a negative energy to come in. Because it's positive energy and negative energy will go in and it'll just, pssst, you know, it'll fizzle out and it can't exist in that space. But where it can exist is going and weeding in and finding that little bit of insecurity that you have, that, that place where you don't feel confident, that place maybe it's a secret about yourself you're hiding that you're not owning up to. Yeah, that's where that energy attaches. So if you feel that something is attaching, you know, that's a good place to look. All right, where where am I vulnerable? Where is there a crack in my defenses that is, you know, part of the story that I've created about myself? So make sure that you're able to embrace yourself, know yourself, know your truth. Because your truth is your greatest defense. Your truth is that you are a divine being having a human experience. Your truth is that you are connected to the universe creator, how you, ever, how you envision that. You carry an aspect of that inside of you all the time. And you have the ability to tap into that. And make that light shine even brighter. And shadow cannot exist in that. It has to back away. So when you're, you know, going into you know that story of, you know, oh wow, you know, someone's directing something at me. Pretty much it's like, all right, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. So what? You know, you want to go there, I'll drive. You know, go ahead. And you look at it, and you look at it objectively. You look at what's going on, separating out, okay, you know, this is a story that I'm telling myself. But you never, ever, ever give up your power because that's, that makes their job a lot easier. When you surrender your power, when you forget that you're a divine being having a human experience, when you fall into the idea that, well, this person, you know, oh my gosh, they, they have all this cool, weird stuff and, and, and they've taken classes and all this other stuff. And, and you know what? It really doesn't matter. You can never have taken a class in your life. You can never have done anything and you still have that spark inside of you, that divine spark that allows you to bring light into darkness And if somebody's trying to interject darkness into you, you don't have to allow it. You can stand up and you can hold that space. You can be, you know, that first line of defense. Your belief in yourself, your belief in your guides and your guardians and your angels and creator, that is your first line of defense and that can sometimes just being in that space and just even if it's in your mind whatever energy is there you say you have no power over me you cannot control me i will not fear you and you come from that with your conviction sometimes that cancels everything out i mean other times you know there's other things that you can do and there's like you know okay this is level two if level one doesn't work if that just is like you know what i'm having i'm not having any of this this is not permitted in my field and i will not allow it in my field being aware of your field being responsible for your field so and what i mean by field is you know your energetic field you know sometimes i refer to it as your playground You get to decide who plays in your playground. And you don't have to let everybody play in your playground. And certainly if someone is going to come in and be disruptive and, you know, not behave appropriately or respectfully, you don't have to let them in. You don't have to allow them. You are more powerful than you realize. And with a little bit of meditation, some work finding out going within yourself you can tap into that you can feel it you know those times when all of a sudden you felt courageous you know when faced with something or you know you've overcome something and that feeling that you have like yes that's a part of that and no one can take that away from you not without your permission you know, no one can take your power without your permission, as the old saying goes. But the best part is, if you can give permission to give up your power, then you have the ability to take it back. So take it back and stand in your truth, because your truth is, is that you are powerful. Stand in your power. Because the truth is, you're very powerful. We all have choice. And for whatever reason somebody wants to direct energy in a particular way, you know, that's that's between them and their spirit. What you get to decide is how you want to hold it. So, I hope that was helpful. And like I said, next week we're going to be talking about... um, energies and how we can reflect them back you know for for lack of a better term we'll be talking about spells that will allow you to reflect energy back to its source so um, check it out if you found this information valuable uh, please like this video and if you you know look at some of the videos that I've done and you think they find value please subscribe after the very first, the premiere episode, uh, if you watch the video, please, if you have questions, put them into the comments. For those of you who are listening on Healing House Radio, I will be checking the comments there. And again, I encourage you to uh, follow the link to the YouTube page that's in your description and you can be able to uh, actually see the videos. So I hope that you found you know this helpful. Oh, and if you would like to support me on a higher level, you can go to my Patreon account and the link's in the description, the YouTube description, and you can, for as little as $2 a month, you can be able to help support the channel. So my idea is really, you know, very much about building and growing this. My main purpose is that this is basic information that everyone should have, and it should be available and i want you to have that because i want you to be able to have as many tools in your toolkit as possible and if there's any particular questions about something in particular that you'd like me to cover uh, each month i'll be covering a different topic so if there's a particular topic you would like me to cover then please let me know and that's it for today we'll see you next week and as always I wish you balance, and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you, and class dismissed.